Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Thought I'd just jump on and give you my live thoughts around, uh, obviously, Anthony Griffin. He has been sacked by the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, He will not be the coach anymore, which, um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a huge shock uh, to anyone. I think that we all saw this coming for quite some time. Uh, The way it has played out, though, very, very interesting. And, you know, I hate to say it, but... uh, very true to form for the Dragons. Very, It's a very Dragons way for this all to play out. Um, yeah, Christ, you gotta, you got to feel sorry for the Dragons players and everything, how this is all uh, played out. Far from ideal for them, obviously, put in some awkward situations. Uh, the assistant coach, Ryan Carr, he will take over as the interim coach. And it sounds like uh, Jason Riles will almost certainly be the coach next year with Craig Bellamy staying on at the Melbourne Storm. So hopefully Jason Rolls can be the next Craig Fitzgibbon and hopefully he can start to turn this club around. We'll say this, Jason Rolls obviously a very proud St. George Illawarra Dragons player back in the day, uh, an Australian front rower who was part of a Dragon side that I personally thought was pretty unlucky not to win a premiership. I probably thought they were the best side in 2005. Obviously uh, the Tigers beat them in the prelim final, but uh, Jason Rolls a tremendous player. Sounds like he's going to be a tremendous coach. He has followed through the same footsteps as Craig Fitzgibbon coming through the Roosters system. Um, the Roosters aren't stoked to let him go either. Uh, so that's definitely a good sign there. So I think that Craig Fitzgibbon, he did the very smart thing by saying no. Uh, he said no to a lot of jobs that were offered to him. I know that for a fact. Spoke to him off air on the podcast and he confirmed that. He was waiting for the right one to come and he certainly did nail his timing, Craig Fitzgibbon, of when he said yes. And I hope that Jason Rolls has done the same. Uh, very, very interesting how it's going to play out for him. Uh, look, I thought I'd just read through to you guys uh, the Fox League article that came out yesterday uh, around the St. George Illawarra Dragons. The headline, Hunt left fuming over Dragons' bizarre hook move as contenders key phone calls revealed. Uh, so I might just go through this article, read to you guys, because as I said, the way that it all played out, 
very bizarre and in very Dragons fashion. So this one's from James Hooper from Fox Sports. St. George Illawarra coach Anthony Griffin has become the first coach sacked in 2023. Dragons chairman Andrew Lancaster informed Griffith of the club's decision in Wollongong on Tuesday morning. All players and staff were called uh, to a 10 a.m. Meeting In a bizarre decision, the Dragons had also organised for eight Red V players to front the media at 8.30am at the club's Wollongong headquarters. So while Red V chairman Lancaster informed Griffin of the decision at 8am, players were then forced to front up and face questions they had no answers for. St. George Illawarra captain Ben Hunt was understandably fuming at the way the club has handled the situation. There's no way the strong NRL clubs with sharp front officers allow those types of scenes to unfold. It tells the story of where the Dragons are at as a club right now. Griffin was seen leaving training after being summoned to the board meeting where he received the news he will depart the club. Uh, He has coached for the last three seasons. He coached Dragons to 22 wins and 35 losses from 57 games with a win percentage of 38.6. Quote here, the Dragons board has elected to end the tenure of Head coach Anthony Griffin, effective immediately, the club confirmed in a statement. Dragon CEO Ryan Webb thanked Griffin for his contribution to the club over the past two and a half seasons. These decisions are never taken lightly on behalf of the club. I want to thank Anthony for all his hard work during his time at the Dragons, Webb said. Unfortunately, our performances over the first 10 games of the season have not met the club's expectations, so it was decided he should finish up duties this week. Dragons assistant coach Ryan Kerr will assume intern uh, interim coaching duties of the NRL side from this week while the club board and management will continue assessing head coaching candidates for the 2024 season. Dragons forward Jack DeBellin who fronted the media on Tuesday morning said the players let Griffin down. At the end of the day it's a result driven business and we just haven't got the results for him so that's disappointing on our end. He said Sydney Roosters coach Jason Riles is now a dollar 10 to take over the Red V next year with the only detail left to be sorted who he brings in with him as key staff appointments. The Roosters won't be happy about Riles seeking a release with a year to run on his contract, but the reality is talks have been going on for the last month. Fox League has learned Riles has spoken to potential assistants and other potential key appointments about joining him at the Red V in 2024. We've earned, we've earned, heard, we've earned, earned, he canvassed Cronulla coach Craig Fitzgibbon, who knocked back the Dragons job before they signed Griffin to get his view on the Red V Set up. Interesting one. So, Jason Riles looks set to take over. But let's talk about Anthony Griffin first. He's obviously been there for a couple of years now. Uh, hasn't been overly successful. I think Ben Hunter's really kept this franchise afloat. We said this on Monday. But once again, last year, Ben Hunt plays well enough to win a Dally M. Doesn't get it done, but plays well enough too. Does everything he possibly can. Plays just about the best that anyone could possibly play in that side. Dragons finished 10th. So, said at the start of this year... If that's not enough to get into the finals and the team hasn't improved this year, uh, you know, the the NRL isn't about being predicted to finish 15th and finishing 10th. That really isn't successful. And the Dragons have made a move. The thing the Dragons have to be careful of um, is that they, you know, they don't get rid of another coach within three years' time because that'll be three coaches in six or seven years and it is not a good look. at all. It'll be four coaches in six or seven years, to be fair. So... St. George Illawarra Dragons, very, very interesting times for them. A very proud club with a very rich history. Uh, it was only, you know, 13 years ago they were winning a premiership with Wayne Bennett and being competition heavyweights. Uh, they came from nowhere to be chokers in one season to then premiers. And, yeah, ever since then, it just feels like the club as a whole has lost its way. Obviously, there's been a lot of, in, you know, the, the, the Jack DeBellin saga, the barbecue, the Ben Hunt, you know, his contract in the first place, but then him being their best player by far and away, then him being... Obviously linked to the coach who has now gone. 
going with a rookie coach, I just I really do hope that Jason Riles is the right guy, but you have got to ask the question. Is this the sort of job for a rookie coach? Is this the sort of job for a guy coming in uh, who's got you know a halfback on a heap of money who his best position is probably hooker, uh, who's coming to the back end of his career, a heap of young guys that seemingly their confidence has been absolutely shattered over the last few years. Even the centers like Moses Sully, Zach Lomax. Lomax has been dropped the last two weeks. Interesting to see him come straight back into the side. Uh, and then you've got guys like Moses and Bai you've got to try and fit somewhere. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's a big, big task. And I understand they've got to make a move somewhere. And I'm not I'm not against them going for Jason Riles. If they believe that he is the guy, 100% go for it. But fuck, it is a lot to ask of a rookie coach that hasn't coached an NRL side yet. And he's also, he's been in the Rooster system, obviously. Um, and he's seen a lot there. But I just, being, holding the clipboard yourself being in charge of those big decisions, especially at a club that doesn't have all the things the Roosters have, uh, and walking to a club whose, you know, the board is in absolute fractions. I think that's pretty obvious, and the management is all over the place. I think, you know, if you needed an example of the Dra- Dragons management being all over the place, you probably don't have to look much further than this yesterday morning and how that was handled. Um, yeah, just not just not good scenes. And there obviously is a lot of guys there that they, they like hook, they back hook. Ben Hunt is obviously one of them. I think it's pretty evident by his comments last week. Um, Jack Bird's also one of them. So probably your two best players there, realistically. So really, really interesting times. It seems to me like Moses and Bai is definitely um, uh, Anthony Griffin guy as well, where he fits into this side. I don't know. He's not in the 17 this week, which, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have picked Moses and Bai this year either. But he was obviously a big, big Anthony Griffin fan, and Anthony Griffin was a big fan of him. So really interesting times at the Dragons. See where they go here. Obviously, Jason Rolls, he's... um, I think it's going to be hard for him to convince guys to make their way over to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I do wonder if Jason Riles, obviously having a few years working with Sam Walker, if maybe he makes a player trying to get Sam Walker to the Red V, maybe you know pair him up as the halfback with, obviously, what, what whilst Ben Hunt is there, you still go with Benny Hunt, but maybe to pair him up with Amon or Bud Sullivan moving forward in the future. Or do you just back these young guys in? Do you run with a spine of Bud Sullivan, Amon, Tyrell Sloan, very, very young, obviously, and still a lot of things to work on in their game. But if you can build a pack around those guys, maybe, I don't know, just hard without experienced halves. It means, you know, if you could play Ben Hunt at hooker, I like it a little bit more. you got Jacob Little there. So, so many question marks around the Dragons. I really do hope that this proud franchise is able to turn all of this around. I think they've made the right call in letting Anthony Griffin go. I, I back that 100%. How they've gone about it, I think it's been an absolute shit fight uh, for it to be spoken about in the preseason that Ben Hunt literally came out and said, we've got to win games or he's going to lose his job. That was obviously communicated to him at some point. Benny Hunt isn't just having a wild guess there. And then for, you know, it's come out a couple of weeks ago that he would have to reapply for his job. Like that that just screams to me, we don't want you here. And it creates... Creates chaos, and I think it did create a lot of shit at the Dragons. And then you hear last week that Benny Hunt, obviously his 300th game, congratulations to Benny. I've already highlighted how in that game I thought the Dragons let him down on many occasions in pretty poor fashion. And then you've got his 300th game dinner that was reported on NRL 360 the other night. Whether that's true, false, whether the truth lies in the middle somewhere, I don't know how it gets out that you know the players were filthy, that management wasn't there, and why management wasn't there in the first place either. Just a... Uh, a bizarre situation going on at the Dragons, and it even goes back to, you know, a couple of months ago where they were away for the Charity Shield, I think it was. It was a stink at the hotel or something. And, you know, I, I you know, players have fights. These are guys that tensions are really high and everything. I get it. Got a heap of young guys in their 20s, probably having a few beers after. I understand how shit gets out of control. But, you know, how, do, how does that get out? Who, who lets the media know that at 3 a.m. last night, either some of my teammates or some of 
the guys that I'm coaching uh, had a stink. I just, I don't know. It just seems like a very odd situation that is consistently happening at the Dragons, essentially, um, since Wayne Bennett left. But fingers crossed a guy like Jason Riles can come in. Very, very keen to see who he gets as his assistant coaches. I do wonder if he maybe reaches out to some of the old Dragons boys, whether it be Dean Young, Benny Hornby, Jamie Sowards, obviously already in the building. He's got the NRLW side. I'm very, very keen to see how Jason Riles handles it and who are the guys that he brings in. He obviously had a good relationship with Trent Barrett when they were playing his hair guy that he maybe turns to. Uh, yeah, really interesting times. And I'm also keen to see, obviously, you know, Craig Fitzgibbon, he arrived at the Sharks and within, you know, a couple of months of being announced, he had signed Dale Finucane and Nico Hines, two huge signings. Obviously, Cam McInnes arrived at the club too, but he, he was already signed before that. But for him to get those signatures, for him to get Nico Hines, who went on to win a Dalian medal, I think it has set the standard pretty fucking high for new coaches coming in. And I'm very keen to see which guys Jason Riles is able to do the same with, who he's able to poach from different clubs, who he's able to convince uh, to come join his side. Because I think that Jason Riles, he, he was a very good player, but he was a very good player, you know, 20-odd years ago. So I'm not sure, you know, how much of a star sort of impact he has when it comes to these modern-day guys. But I also, I don't know from behind the scenes how much of an impact he's had as an assistant coach, the relationship he's built with guys who have come in and out of the Roosters. And I think he was at the Melbourne Storm for a while as well. So hopefully he's got some nice connections there and hopefully he can start to build a good squad. But he's still got to go out into the market and he's got to convince guys, uh, players from other clubs that the Dragons are the place to go. And at the moment, when you consider everything that's going on and all the troubles that are going on with the board and guys that have been dropped left, right and centre and guys that aren't being utilised and guys that are demanding releases pretty consistently... How do you convince guys that it's the place to be? I think Craig Fitzgibbon had a much easier job convincing guys to come to the Cronulla Sharks. I don't think there was any doubt about that. But hopefully Jason Riles, he can land a big fish. I think he needs to start to utilize Ben Hunt in that sort of market. And maybe the Dragons already have been. I'm not too sure. But I definitely think he's going to need some help with that. And maybe it is a spot where you try and gather assistant coaches that have been at the Dragons previously, you guys like Benny Hornby, like Dean Young, guys that are peppered around the NRL with, with relationships with current players and maybe you try and bring some of those guys to the Dragons. Really, really interesting times. As I've said a few times, guys, I think that, well, I hope that the Dragons are able to turn this around. One of the proudest franchises in our league, despite being uh, a merger club, obviously, a very rich history between the Dragons and the Steelers uh, into the St. George Illawarra Dragons, who have made two grand finals, won one premiership. Um, you know, all, all in all, been a pretty successful franchise apart from the last decade where it has been a little bit of a shit fight. So hopefully the Dragons are able to turn around. Hopefully for you Dragons fans out there, I know that you guys are some of the most passionate fans in the league. Uh, all the shit you've been through and the shit you continue to get put through, even through up to last week with Jack Bird's comments and whatnot, that once again, for me, how does that? How, how, is, how does Jack Bird get to the point where he's able to stand in front of a microphone and say those sort of things? There's obviously a lot of passion there for Jack Bird, but how is management not not screening that sort of stuff before and just getting a vibe for how this could all erupt. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just – I feel like with the Dragons, with every answer that I'm given, I simply have more questions. And um, as much as I don't think they've made the wrong decision with letting Anthony Griffin go, I think there are still a lot of question marks about the Dragons and the direction they're going in and the culture of the club at the moment. This is obviously off the back of Barbecue Gate. You know, we, all, we already had Paul McGregor in the building, who they let go, who's – you know, an out-and-out -out club legend. Anthony Griffin comes in. He sort of had the trust of his real senior players. He brought in a lot of guys as well, who most of them are now gone. You know, your Corey Normans, your Josh Maguires, these sort of guys. And, yeah, I just – I've got no – I've honestly got no idea whatsoever what the Dragons are going to look like in two or three years. I have got no clue 
how this team will shape up. I hope Jason Rolls is the right man for the job. I hope that he's able to go in and recruit guys that the Dragons need, not guys that the Dragons can just get and probably pay overs for. But when I look at their situation as it stands right now, I think it is going to be tough. But if you want to go glass half full, they've got some of the you know most talented young guys in the game at the at the moment. Between Bud Sullivan, Amon, Tyrell Snow, like there's Zachy Lomax. Like there's obviously ability in all these guys. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's just about getting them to gel and work together and hopefully... This can be a successful franchise very soon. But, uh, yeah, very interesting situations. We do wish uh, the caretaker coach is taking over all the very best. I think the Dragons have made the right decision, but they've just gone about it the fucking hardest way imaginable. And hopefully they're able to get Jason Ryle signed on for next year as soon as possible so that he can start to turn the gears and hopefully start to land some signatures and some names that the Dragons desperately need to turn this all around. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 